So you understand that it's important as a business owner and as a realtor to market yourself, but are you stuck wondering where to start? Because one common question we get is what kind of content should I create as a realtor to attract business? So today, we're excited to cover the three types of content that you should be creating today to attract new clients. Welcome to the Influential Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where agent entrepreneurs come to learn how to generate and convert more leads by using the latest in technology, social media, and lead generation systems. Here are your hosts, national speakers and veteran agents, Amber and The Rook. Oh yeah, what's going on guys? Now today's episode is being sponsored by Sphere Influencer, the single most effective sphere marketing system to build relationships and get more referrals than ever before. You can get more information at GetSphereInfluencer.com. Right? All right, Jason, there is a saying like this, this podcast is inspired by one of your sayings. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm You're so inspiring. Oh. So one of your sayings about content that I want you to share, and do you know which one I'm talking about? The one that you're always talking about? The, about the two types of people? Yeah. Okay. The, there's two types of people in the world. Tell us about that. All right. So two types of people uh, in that we've got is the people that consume content and the ones who create it. And so which one do you think is going to attract new clients? Yeah, because when we talk about chasing clients or attracting clients, the person that consumes content is going to be the one that's chasing, yeah. right? Whereas the one that's creating the content is the one that's attracting new clients. And the life of an agent is so busy. And the thought of coming up with your own content can be daunting. And I'm just speaking from my own experience. Like you're actually out there lead generating, helping clients. You're busy. And, and, and the thought of actually slowing down and thinking about oh, creating my own content can be so overwhelming. So today we're going to discuss the three things that you should create content around. And it's much easier than you think to get started. Nice. Just sparking people to go, all right, I'm ready. Tell me what to say. Right. Don't tell me so, what to say. I think we really are going to dive right in. There's no need to beat around the bush because, you know, what kind of content should you be creating? Let's give three general categories that you could create content around. And the first one is share your genius. Share your genius. This reminds me of we're teaching a class about, I think, content. And this one realtor raised her hand and like, I just, I need to find some really great content. And I was like, okay, cool. How long have you been in the industry? And they're like 25 years. I'm like, okay, you're done. <laughs> you got it. What does that mean? They already have it. Yeah, they have it. They just, just don't realize it, it goes right? To point. You yeah. have 25 years of genius experience that you could be sharing. So let me just give you some examples. Cause you know, nothing really means anything if you don't know how to implement it. So Think about what happens in your daily life that can help a buyer or seller or your ideal client. Think about that. Um, that is one thing you could be making a video on. What do you know in your head mm. that can help a buyer or seller? Because one of the things we get told all the time is, well, you know, Rook, I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm not really good at the lead generation part. But if once I have in front of me, is that, that's kind of what they say, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm a people person. Once I have them in front of me, I can convert. If anyone. I get in front of somebody, it's like, you can get in front of someone every day. It's called your phone. <laughs> but here's the thing. Whatever you are going to say in person, you say you're so good. Then use those same topics you would have used in person 
to attract someone even when you're not in person and making videos. So if, if in person you would have told them about all the ways that they can purchase mm. or all the advantages of building wealth through real estate, whatever is in your mind, because you have so much experience, so much expertise, those are the things we could be creating content around. And even with saying that, it sounds so simple and yet they still get stuck. So we have one more idea underneath that one that could really help them every single day. And that is when you are with a buyer or seller, okay, a per, uh, maybe a prospective client or a current client. When they ask you a question, maybe you're driving in your car and showing them, maybe they call you or they email you with a question. Anytime you get a question, stop, write it down. Okay, Jason would say- Stop driving. Don't write it down. Hit the he would, you know, use your memo, your voice memo on your phone, use an <laughs> app, but write it down because if that buyer or seller has a question for you, then that is the perfect video to put out there because what that buyer is wondering is what other buyers are also wondering. I, I like that so much better than us trying to think about what a buyer wa might want to know because oftentimes I've seen- uh, realtors who ask this question and like, I got an idea. What if I did videos on X, Y, and Z? And what they tell me is the things that people want to know when they're already in the process of buying a home. Like they're already working with a realtor. That might be a question that might come up. And that's okay too, but it can't only be that, right? It, well, I, yeah, I like that, that we should definitely come up with our own ideas. But the fact that you're letting your audience dictate what your marketing should be is to me so much better because they're asking the questions they want to know. Yeah, because when they author the plan, it can't be wrong. Exactly. If you want to attract buyers and sellers, then go ask them what they want to know. Right. And then it can't be wrong. So mm -hmm. for example, but not just during the process, that's important too, but also before. So for mm -hmm. example, if you hear someone say, well, the reason I haven't bought and I'm still renting is because of X, Y, Z, whatever their objection to, to buying is, that's what you should make a video on with the solution. Right. You know, so, so be thinking about what are people talking about? What are the concerns? What are the challenges of my ideal client? And how can I offer the solution? And make a video about that. Sh share your genius about that. But there's more than just sharing your genius with questions. That's a good one. That's a good Q&A one, right? Mm, yeah. But there's so much more to your genius. And that's a couple of other ideas. Well, it's the area of expertise. Like, what is your niche? Like, do you work with veterans? Awesome. Show me the amazing genius that you have when it comes to veterans. Mm -hmm. Do you have a specific uh, expertise on a given area? You know the history of it. You know the best streets to go to avoid traffic because you've been, you know, serving this area for decades upon decades. You know what? Awesome. Share that expertise. But there's so often times we get into this rut of, I got to be marketing everything and everything. No, that's that's not how effective marketing works anymore. I'm sure yeah. it did at one time, but that's not the way it is. We've also featured um, stories about Kyle Whistle, who is a realtor, and he sh actually shares restaurants. He's a huge foodie because he finds the, the, the content that gets the most hits content-wise. What did he say is food, family. Food, food, fitness, family, and fun. Yeah, fun, like community, funny. So why not share your genius about your preferred client or geographical area, but include the things that people already want to hear about? Right. 
and, and it's showcasing you as the real estate expert in that area, even though I'm showing you the newest restaurant that's around the neighborhood that I'd like to dominate, you know, the newest fitness place, the newest fun things for family to do in the area that I'm an expert in. So share your genius when it comes to the questions, share your genius when it comes to your expertise, when it comes to the food in the area, when it comes to your passion. This is the one that Jason, 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 Wow. wow. (laughs) somebody else, I guess (laughs) that, that you're always saying, babe, is share your passion. Yeah. I, I like this concept because you know that if you're passionate about something, you can talk someone's ear off about it. <laughs> and the reason why is because if you're passionate about a certain topic, you're going to watch videos on it. You're going to listen to, you know, other podcasts um, about that topic. You're going to, you know, something, if you see it anywhere, you're going to read it. There's an article that shows up on Facebook that has to do with what you're passionate about. You're going to want to know more about that naturally. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes I'll have realtors like, man, I'm going to do, you know, a YouTube channel. It's going to be nothing about real estate. And I'm like, are you passionate about real estate? You're like, yeah, I do it all the time. I said, that's not what I asked. Are you passionate about it? Mm-hmm. Like, give me a hobby. And they're like, well, I'm really into tennis. Sweet. Tell me about tennis. And they will go on for hours, not like literally, but you know, they'll go on about <laughs> tennis. And I say, you know what? Why don't you, why don't you do a YouTube video about that? They're like, well, how's that going to get me real estate business? I'm like, because you're sharing your passion. You'll find a way to You'll relate it. You'll find a way to relate it. Yeah. You know, and, and hey guys, what's going on? I want to show you about this really amazing overhand, you know, technique for serving that will, you know, get you aces nonstop. And, and you're at the country club. We're at it's the country club located area. right next to this neighborhood that I get the services from. I mean, there's so many different ways. <laughs> you and it's so funny because we will naturally go into that banter of how you could relate it. And, yeah. you know, but well, it has to start with a passion. What's funny is Kyle Whistle rarely relates it to real estate. It's mm. just his branding all over it. So, for example, when he's featuring a restaurant, he doesn't say, and food's important when you're out showing homes. You've got to stop and eat. Yeah. He, that's cheesy, right? Yeah. He doesn't do that. But he's just saying he he's not featuring food outside of his preferred area. It's all in the area that he's the real estate expert in with his branding on it. So it automatically makes sense. So the three things to create content around, number one, is share your genius. That's what you should create content on. Uh, what are people wanting to know? What is the challenge they're having? And what is the solution that you have around it? What kind of questions are people asking? This is how you will start making lists by based on what people want to know and share your genius. You have so much expertise. And number two. Number two is share your client success stories. Okay. Now, okay. There's, there's here's what I need for you to listen to. We said share your, your client success stories, not their success moments, okay? I, I understand that you want to show evidence of success and you want to celebrate the closing table and you get the shot of the realtor awkwardly standing next to the couple with the signs that are comic booky to say, wow, best realtor ever. I and think that's okay. A, and that's okay. And that's okay to do. I'm not bashing it. All right. But what I want you to understand is that there is so much more content around a story because I may or may, may not be able to relate to a moment. But if you tell me a story, then there's something inside of that story that I will be able to relate to. There's actually a book about that called Build Your Story Brand. That is the next book that I'm going to be reading. But stories is what people can relate to. You Correct. Guys. So if we can figure out how to translate that photo, that's totally cool. Post that photo. But then what if we also were able to make a video on why that transaction was so awesome with those clients? In other words, was it a first time home buyer who thought they would never be able to buy? And what happened and what did their life 
look like? How did their life change when they were able to get out of that apartment and get a home where they can start making memories? Um, what if you're working with a veteran who, you know, just got back uh, from their call of duty, I should say? Um, what did their, how did their life look different? Right. Um, how did you maybe save somebody from foreclosure in a short sale? Don't just talk about how you're a short sale expert. Talking, talking about it changes people's lives when you save them from a foreclosure. And what did that mean to them? What did their life look like? Um, I know for me in our Sphere Influencer program, this month we're talking about investment properties. Yeah. Well, how boring would it be if we were just talking to our Sphere about, hey, did you know you can build wealth through a real estate? How boring would that be? No, right. we've got to tell a story. So for example, first time home buyers could even invest. And I had a... Um, a guy who didn't even make that much money, but he realized, okay, if I buy a duplex, rent out one side, live in the other side, I can start building wealth because I'm not, I don't make that much money in my job, but I'm passionate about my job. So how can I start building wealth, but in a way that a common, somebody who doesn't have a lot of money can do it, yeah. right? And so it's the story behind what that's going to do for him to have passive income, what that's going to do for him right now, offsetting his mortgage and what his life looks like because of it. These are the success stories. And it's not just how we were awesome. It's how our services change someone's life. How does their life look now? And I'm not saying it has to be somebody who has a, um, what do you call it? Like just a sob story. It doesn't have to be that. It could just no. be that, you know what? We were in a home that was so big. It was causing a lot of pressure for us to keep it clean. Or we were in a house that was so small. We were cramped. What it's going to do for our life to have that extra bedroom is unheard of. You know, what it's going to look like with this bigger kitchen is we're going to be able to have family events because I love having family over and congregating in the kitchen. I mean, even those kinds of things, the smallest things can be told in a story and can make a difference. And it's, and here's the, the thing that we need to take to heart is that we can't tell that story. I mean, we, we are sharing the story, but we're not telling the story. And there's a, there, I think in, there's a massive difference in that. So when I see a realtor do the closing, you know, um, closing table picture with them standing next to it, I'm always curious as to what was their story, mm. you know? And if you did like a super long post and just said, hey, I want you to meet Mike and his lovely wife, Susan, and what's not in this photo is their three kids. And one of their kids, his name is, you know, Stephen, who has had just such a tough time. Uh, and, but when he finally got his own room for the first time, when he finally walked into the mm. place, the smile that that kid had will stay with me for the rest of my days. Oh, I love that. Right. And I just made that up. <laughs> that, but, <laughs> oh my God, that was so good. I want to cry. Let's but, go buy a home. But that's the story that is going to resonate so much more than, hey, congratulations to my clients on closing on their new home, hashtag realtor for life, bye. If right. I, I want more. I am going to push and I want you to think bigger because I know that a picture is worth a thousand words, but those thousand words, if I don't see them, then I'm going to make up my own story and it might just be, oh, let me just like that real quick and move on versus spending some time to get to know that realtor that I know that, man, I love what you did. And the best, the best case scenario, you guys, is that the client is actually in the video and not you. You know, you could be off camera. It doesn't have to be highly produced. You mm. can use your smartphone. You're talking about just, video. Yeah. And yeah. just like make a, yes, it's okay to post like you just did, but the best case scenario is a video and you could just use your smartphone, be off camera. They can even hear you say it off camera, have them there. It doesn't have to be highly produced and say, 
what was it like to work through this transaction? What is your life going to look like now in your new home? You only knew two or three good questions that you're asking off camera and lead them through telling their story. What is what's your life going to look like now that you're in your new home? I like that saying, what, what is it going to look like now? Instead of just saying, do you like your new house? That's not going to tell a (laughs) good story. What's your life going to look like now that you're in this new home? That's a great question to ask to lead to great client success story. Okay. But let me ask you this, uh, because you're that, that D minded, you know, when you were full-time selling busy realtor, getting it done, what do you say to the realtor who's like, I'm so busy. I don't have time for that. See, to me, you don't have time not to do it. It, it, this is why you do this. This is why you get up in the morning is to Mm. make a difference in people's lives. What makes you a good salesman, what makes you a good realtor is caring. What makes you a good realtor is knowing the story and how to make a difference in people's lives. So you don't have time to not do it. That's what I would say. Boom. 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 All right. So that is number two is to recap the three things to create content around. Number one, share your genius. Number two, share your client's success stories And number three. Number three is kind of like this, but it's just storytelling. Mm -hmm. That people respond to people's stories. They don't respond to perfection. And it could be your own too. Oh my gosh, we mess up so much when doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Like we have a plan on how it's going to go and it it never goes that way. So not just in your client success stories, Mm. but in everything storytelling. So even in your own life, people need to be able to see in your life that you are authentic and that you are a storyteller. No one wants to see just what, what what was that we were saying the other day is like your posts are like the commercials. You you kind of elaborate on that really quickly. So the concept is simply this is that the reason why storytelling is so important because if all you do is post, you know, new listings or, or like the real estate stuff, it's like watching nothing but commercials when you really would just want to watch your show. Mm -hmm. Like we were watching, um, what were we watching yesterday? Um, that had commercials. Oh, we're watching like an HGTV show. Mm-hmm. Just fill in any HGTV and we're probably yeah. watching it. And you have so um, many commercials. And and so when you're not used to watching commercials, but you're watching a service that has like six commercials between every whatever, um, you're like, oh, come on. Let's just get yeah. to the show. So in between the just listed, the just solds, tell stories, you guys. Tell them what it's like to be a day in the life in the realtor. And don't just make it all glamorous. Now, we don't want you to complain by any means, but don't just make it glamorous you know, make it entertaining by telling the true story of what it's like. I saw somebody's Instagram story the other day about how they were the true life of a realtor where they were opening up like a hard boiled egg and that was their in a Tupperware and that was their lunch because they were on the go. And, (laughs) and, you know, it was an honest story that I could relate to like, yeah, that's so good, you know, or, you know, tell a story about how without disclosing people's you know, without disclosing commissions or, or your exact is, details of the house. This is probably the hardest thing. It's what well, I would say is the easiest content to, to build around. There's so many fine lines. Like I want to be vulnerable, but I don't want to be a drama queen. I want to tell you my struggles, but I don't want to be negative. And you're like, how do you balance that? You know, that I, I, I love telling stories. I just made one up for you just a second ago. I love <laughs> The, the language is such a beautiful thing, and, and I, I love to read it. In fact, it just this is off topic, but if you, ever, like, if you ever want to understand just how beautiful the English language can be, I would definitely find like old uh, books written by like the, the forefathers and statesmen because the way they talked was just so beautiful. Anyway, the reason why I say that is because that the words that you choose matter. 
And so if you're going to get into storytelling, just like we told you in the last podcast, you want to do a deep dive into what makes a good story. A good story has structure. It has a beginning, a middle, and end. It has a conflict and a resolution. But don't overthink it but either. But don't overthink it either. And you're, <laughs> I'm sure you're just like, I'm you're done. Okay, I don't, nap, done. What? Be authentic. Don't be this. Do this. Don't do this. Have this, but don't have that. And, and again... Easiest content to build around, one of the hardest out of the three things we gave you, well, probably one of the hardest, in my opinion, even to even to even for me to tell stories. Well, I want to make sure everybody understands the difference between number two and number three. Number two is about your client's success stories. Number three is storytelling yourself. Yes. So, for example, you want to be the real estate expert. Well, how, how do you say that within a story format? Because um, people respond to people's stories, not to perfection. So maybe tell them how you overcame something, something that they can relate to. Yeah. Maybe tell them about a challenge that happened during the day and how you were pumped when you, you were able to find the solution for your client. What's good practice, just to let you guys know if you want to run through this, is talk about that one neighborhood that you love without using facts. And what I mean by that is don't lie. But every time I say, okay, what's your favorite subdivision? They'll give you the name of the subdivision. I say, well, tell me about it. Well, it's got 375 homes. Um, and it, you know, and they start just laying out the statistical information mm-hmm. of that. I'm like, no, tell me about it's, you it. You sell the lifestyle, sell the not lifestyle. the feature. You yes. sell the benefit, benefit not, not the, feature. the feature. So that's how you know if you're doing storytelling right. So uh, number two, that's the difference between number two and number three. So um, again, all three, we've got one, share your genius. Share your genius. Write down anytime somebody has a question about something because then they're authoring the plan, your ideal client's a buyer or seller, and make videos about that. Share your genius about your passion. Share your genius about your ideal area. Number two um, is to share your client's success story. And then number three was do storytelling of your own yep. to showcase yourself and your your area of expertise and your geographic area, but by using the benefits, not the features and just some general tips to leave you guys with today when it comes to when you're creating content. And the first one is be authentically you in all of your videos. Now I like that because it's not say being authentic, be authentically you, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. Now here's the cool thing. If you're quirky, funny, dry, you know, whatever it is, be you. Oh my gosh. And it's okay. Here's, here's a public service announcement. If you're not funny, please don't try to be funny. No, let me, let me say it better. I think you're talking to me. No, no. (laughs) Let me just, there's someone out here who needs to hear this. And I, and if you know who needs to hear this, I need your help. I need for you to pass this along. If you don't rap, please don't think it would be funny to do a rap video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I also know people on the opposite side who are super funny and so exuberant in real life. And mm. then in video, they like try to, to, to really filter That's, that down. They serious it up. And I don't think you need to do that. Mm. I, I mean, yes, you should be a professional, but if you're normally funny or quirky, use it, you guys. That's what people like about you. So be authentically you. Don't try to be perfect because people don't relate to people who are perfect. Yeah. I like that. And then the last general tip is to set a goal of when you're going to create content and stick to it. So for example, if you're like, okay, I need to start creating content. Maybe I'm going to create one video a week, Mm. then time block it on your calendar and make it happen. Are you going to do one a week, one a month, one a day, whatever it is, set a goal around it and do it. And don't, yeah. And I like the fact that you say stick to it because so often the marketing of our business is the first thing to get cut when we get busy. And I'm like, what do you think happens when you stop marketing? 
do you think you're still going to be busy? Nope. And then you run into a panic attack. So I, I like the fact that you have the fact that, you know, you set a goal and stick to it. I think that's sticking to it because we can write it off. But look, if, if today is a day that I'm going to do X in my marketing, then I'm doing X. That's an appointment. And you got to yeah. keep the appointment. Yeah. So here's the question I want to leave you with today. Will you be the business owner who consumes content or the one that's going to create content and be the go-to expert? Oh, that's okay. Are you going to start writing down all the questions you hear from your clients and from people who say they can't buy because of XYZ? Write it down. That's your next video. And what will your goal be for content creation weekly, daily, whatever? What is that goal today? Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, if you like what you heard, remember to subscribe to the podcast to listen to future episodes and leave us a review, share with a friend, and do it today. Yeah. And if you want exclusive content and free tips on the latest in real estate marketing and lead generation, then join our insider's email list by going to influentialagent.com. Oh, and then lastly, guys, remember that God has given you everything you need to succeed. All you have to do is take action. See you next time. Bye, guys.